0: All right, Meta fans. The main show is finally back after a long break. They had their Christmas, they had their New Year, but now they're back into it. Kirk started off with his usual joke about loathing to be there, so um, start the New Year like he does every year. Now, uh, let's get straight into it. This is a short show. It's just me all alone. I'm going to catch up with Red at the end of the week for a full discussion, but Still want to do these little reaction shows um, after the main show puts out episodes. So let's get straight into the big one. They, they get into Jared Karabas' contract situation straight away, and they outlined how he's out of contract now, and um, he's basically a free agent. And from my point of view, I think what Barstool are doing is they're seeing what he's worth in, in the open market. Clearly they weren't prepared to offer him a new contract, but, Maybe Jared wanted way more than they were thinking. And maybe Erica, who's a very smart cookie, is thinking, well, let's let the market decide. If he gets picked up by someone else and they're willing to pay him the big bucks, well, great. They could probably come to the party then and offer him the same and he'd probably stay at Barstool anyway. Or he doesn't get many offers. I mean, baseball's in a lockout at the moment. Uh, it's, you know, You can't imagine there's many networks looking for someone like him at the moment. If ever, given his um, level of talent, so if he doesn't get offered anything or doesn't get offered anything substantial, Barstall knows what he's worth, and you know, they essentially would have a lot more leverage in that situation. You know, Jerry's got a big following, but it's not astronomical compared to the sort of things but the sort of scale Barstall operates at so yeah i think Barstall have decided they don't know what jared's worth so they're going to let the market decide and as i said with the the mlb in a lockout at the moment there's no rush to to give him a new contract why why rush into it there's going to be no news um i did listen to about half an hour of Jared whining like a little fucking bitch on Section 10 podcast. Um, I just listened to it just to hear what he was going to say. And it was, woe is me, Jared. All he did was complain. He went through the whole New York shit again. It was just a half an hour of whining. It's going to do nothing for his um, chances of getting back at Bastel. If I was Erica listening to that, or or Dave, he won't listen to that. But if I was, I'd be thinking, "Fuck this guy! I mean, such a little bitch." He said he can go and start another podcast section. Ten, um, if Bastel don't want him, so yeah, look, he'll land on his feet. He'll, he'll he'll um start a Patreon, and I'm sure he'll he'll find he'll do something like the Blind Might Project. He'll find like uh, an offsider and he'll get some patreon subscribers or something if Barcelona don't pick him up or do a bit of freelance work for mlb.com either way um yeah go, section 10 was just awful him whining uh, and so yeah don't go and listen to it it'll drive you nuts all right now the the big topic i think i was really uh, waiting to hear was what kirk thought of at a theater name near, near me so let's have a listen did you listen to the uh, to the beginning of Chris's new endeavor? I did. Yeah. I did, what, yeah. what was your takeaway? Did you enjoy it? Hmm? What? Sorry, I didn't hear you. Did, did you, you enjoy away? the program? I can't hear you. Sorry, what? <laughs> did you enjoy the program? Just can't hear you. I don't know what to say. <laughs> turn, <laughs> turn his headphones up. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's, a, a a time time say, it's the greatest podcast I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I've listened to it on a loop for the last well, seventy-two hours. I think people hours. just predicted that you would. We talked about it for two there was weeks. Yeah, we talked about it for two. There's a lot of buildup. Yeah, it's it exists. I like the guy. Would you want me to do shit on it? No, I no, not at all. I'd love to hear. I you thought you would praise it. <laughs> it. Perhaps I'd love to i hear. think it's kind of terrible. <laughs> no, I do. I think it's kind of mediocre. Well, scathing absolutely scathing from kirk if he's saying that you can imagine what he really thinks because he really held back there i tweeted out that the first two episodes i've given them two out of five clemmers using the scale red and i used to grade uh the show participants in our year and review show so uh, as i said i I sort of agree with where kirk's coming from he gave a what a a c plus or a b minus i'd be leaning more on the c c minus but so far, the, the first two episodes have been underwhelming, um, and of course, uh, Cullenane. Well, he graded it as well, a D plus. <laughs> so not a lot of love on the main show for Chris's new show. They, they want it to succeed. They're, they're well wishes, you can tell. But uh, Kirk. Yeah, he, he, you could tell how lukewarm he was on it and, and I just think at the moment it's a it's a pretty bland show that's the problem and Mike outlined it it's going to be good in two months but that's the show now waiting for Chris to lose his mind and I set out a pretty callous tweet the other day you know what happens if his mum dies but I was illustrating a point there that the show is dependent on some kind of drama because at the moment it's just some unemployed guy going to the movies every day. So here are the things I'm thinking. If Chris goes into a, a mental spiral, that will be interesting. If his wife loses respect for him and walks out on him, if his marriage just hits the rocks for some other reason, maybe he meets some other woman at the movies, Well, that now that would be an interesting plot line. Maybe while he's at the movies... Um, his wife strikes up a relationship with someone else looking for some attention because he's too focused on this show. As I said, what if a relative dies? What if his dog dies? I mean, uh, what if he, what if he actually gets hurt, like gets mugged or gets shot on the way to the movies? I mean, here's all the crazy shit going through my head. And this is a guy I like. So I don't want any of this stuff to happen. I want Chris to go to the movies and not get hurt and his wife not to leave him and his mum not to die, which means we're going to have a really piss boring show because that second episode was about Sabrina. It was NPR vibes to the max. It was Chris earnestly talking about stuff. I've heard Chris earnestly talk about stuff on the NH cast, and it is so much better. He had another voice, it was more interesting. This was very dry, uh, uninteresting. Yeah, it, it just it just has no future. I said I thought this concept was flawed from the beginning, and I still think it is. A- and if it isn't, all I'm hoping for is something bad happens to Chris or uh, yeah, so I, I just think I, mean, I'm really uh, frustrated. Uh, uh, the, the main show said that he shouldn't see too many old movies, and I agree with that. He should be seeing like every new movie out there. He should be seeing Bollywood movies, Chinese movies, anything new. Um, and, and, yeah, Mike said maybe a few old movies a month, but we don't want a history lesson when we turn on to his podcast. I actually don't know how many more episodes have got in me. I might switch off for a while and wait and see how long he goes with it kirk said march 1st which i think was something similar to what i said kirk's been taking a lot of my takes recently on the main show but that's all right he did bring up the mum dying tweet so he's back on twitter looking at my twitter even though he doesn't follow me so it must be just checking um anyway whatever um i yeah i don't know if i'm going to listen to many more i might listen to a bit and then take a break but and see how long he goes for and, and see if it does go off the rails but you see my point don't you that I, I want the best for my friend Chris you know? and I sort of outlined my um, flaws in the show when I had him on this podcast a few episodes ago so I not don't need to go back through why I think attitude in him is a, a flawed concept but you know for it to work awful stuff has to come and to, has to happen to a guy I really like I mean what else could happen matt carano could uh blow up quantum week because he's annoyed i mean so many things anyway so that's my take on the chris great to hear the kirk um and i in agreement on the show as always kirk and i very similar tastes on a lot of things then we rolled into the usual stuff which was the um weei ratings talk I guess there was a slight hook to play it because maybe Curtis did a Kirk impression for a second or a Jerry impression, whatever it was, there wasn't much in it. And I don't care about EI's ratings. I mean, okay, great. Uh, no surprises though, that in the first show of 2022, bang, Cullinanes was let's get back into Boston radio talk because that's what, you know, a worldwide podcast audience wants to listen to. And then something else that annoyed me was Blind Mike talked about the Blind Mike Project live show, which is fucking annoying because I would love to go to these venues, even if like the shows are shit and, you know, the Quantum Week show didn't sound great, but I would still like to have been there and uh, it's annoying. So why can't any of you fuckers do them in Sydney? Um, yeah, so good. Yeah, I hope that goes well, um. I'm encouraging Craig to turn off his microphone for 2022 on anything but Very Good Show. So he can talk as much as he wants on Very Good Show, but I think he should go mic off for Blind Mic Project and mic off for Why Are You Laughing for 2022, just to see how it goes, like an experiment. And at the end of 2022, Mike can assess where the shows are at with Craig not talking and make a decision. But you know how I feel about Craig. And I just think it's something they should really do. So, um, yeah, that's my plea to Craig. 2022, mic off, except on very good show. Even at the live show. What else did they bring up? They, oh, they talked about some movies. Kirk didn't like Power of the Dog. I started watching it on Netflix. It's, I think, a Jane Campion film. it's a New Zealand director. And it... it Look, I have, I've only watched half of it and then I fell asleep, which is not a good sign for a show, but a movie. But it, it seems like the sort of movie where it's a series of beautiful images and they've t- kind of tried to string together a movie in between because there's these beautiful sweeping shots of Montana and beautiful um, farmland. And it, yeah, it looks like a great area, but it just seems like that's what the movie is and the plot's kind of uh, secondary to that maybe i'm wrong maybe in the second half it gets amazing um i'll, I'll update you uh, don't look up haven't watched that yet i want to watch it even if it's boring i want to watch it they also um spoke about the magnolia gazette and, and the hungarian story um with the father being taken to the nazis in auschwitz which yeah it struck a chord with me my father was born in hungary but he got out of um that country in 1938 before the Nazis got there so he was lucky but a lot of uh, my family went to Auschwitz as well so interesting story that one you never know what you get on the Kirk Minahan show I would love to go to Magnolia and see them there so fingers crossed that happened All Right, that's it for my wrap-up of show one of 2022 now I've got a few sounds to play I haven't been doing that lately but some classic men as live drops so I've got one of brain cancer, which I've probably played, but I just like playing it. One of DEC whining. I've got some classic stupid Steve, and some more Kirk. So enjoy. I'll be back soon. Oh, no, man, and you, you know me, what? We're the old, we're that the that old, place. tired wife, and mm. it's time for the show to welcome in the new audience that's going to take know, him to the next level. I think of the fireballs, and I think I think of Phil. I think of yep. Phil in the Discord. One of the great South Park episodes is where they have, uh, is it uh, Glenn Lucas going back and raping the old uh, episodes? George Lucas? Or, sorry, yeah, George Lucas. Say Glenn sorry, Lucas? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, when that, wait when, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Bill, just, Bill Lucas. Just, just, Al Spielberg? Just call him Glenn Lucas? Menner's on this thing the other day said, you did not want me to do a, a Cullen retrospective. I know. I know yeah, he doesn't like that. Yeah, he isn't. I think he might have just been giving you a little guff, though. Yeah, well. I fucking hate these fucking shows on our YouTube channel. So I'm just like, oh, what am I? What have I put together? Why am I even here? Well, I didn't quit. I didn't get to see uh, Tuesday night's Menor show, so I preferred the second act. <clears throat> oh, no shit, huh? I do like that other Australian guy, though. He's a good egg. Yeah. Now that I got about nine minutes into that podcast, I like what they said right, right about there. I hope he gets brain cancer. <laughs> Why? Because I just do. I it. think it'd be funny <laughs> if you had brain cancer. It'd make me laugh. Funny for who? Me. Not Why his family. Yeah, right, I want actually. them both to get it. Al Governor, Governor Bogacci, and Health uh, Inspector Robinson have taken an approach from the Menner Institute from Australia. And first, if you're a business owner, you, you need to tell your employees to go home. You need to lay them off and not give them any sort of benefits. <laughs> because they have uh, historical income.